This is Positive Vibrations. I'm Sister Rue. Thanks so much for tuning in. We have a special guest for you all this morning. Please welcome Mr. Johnny O himself. Hello, Johnny. Yes, greetings, my sister, and greetings, California here. I don't know. Yeah, you've been touring California. How was the tour so far? Yeah, well, everything good, you know. Sierra Nevada was maybe festival was a blast. and yeah. enjoying myself to the max, you know. Yes. It was a beautiful weekend. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, the weather was perfect. Well, I believe you saw uh, Yogi Eye out there, too. He's also a DJ here at KUCI. Yeah, all right, of course, yeah. He says to say hi. All right. <laughs> uh, where are you calling from right now? I'm calling from San Diego right now. Yes, my hometown. Where in San Diego are you? Um, well, I'm, I'm staying somewhere near, near, nearby the seaside. Okay, yeah, nice. Okay, okay, okay circle. Oh, yes, Hotel Circle. Yeah, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, beautiful. Um, So you are currently on tour. Where have you toured so far? Well, um, I just I just finished here in Nevada World Music Festival. So. Right, right. But you've been up and down California. Yeah, up and down California, yeah. So, Any and, other states? Know, and um, I'm going to be doing something in Orange County tomorrow night. Yes. Friday night, you know, it's Roxy. Saturday night, I'll back at the World Beat Center in San Diego, San Diego. Oh, yeah, right on. Very cool. Yes, um, for listeners, I do have tickets to give away for the Coach House tomorrow night, so stay tuned after the interview. Um, so the good people know that Johnny Osborne will be playing Friday at the Roxy as well, and then World Beat Center, which is nice. They just remodeled it. It's beautiful out there. Um, all right, let's dive into the questions. You are an extremely diverse and unique reggae artist in that you have basically lived the history and led the evolution of soul, of roots, lovers rock, music, and dance hall. Um, right. I want to know what got you into music from the very beginning. Well, the very beginning, you know, like we, we grew up, you know, we, we, we grew up in the church, the first thing. So, if you grow up in the church, I had to go to church with my grandmother, whether I want to or not. So, you grow up in the church, you got to sing. Mm -hmm. And if you hear people singing and sounding good, then if you if you don't sound good, then you want to learn this. So, you could sound <laughs> like the people who sound good. So, <laughs> I had to learn this. And then, I listened to a lot of singing. When I, you know, when I was young, I used to listen to Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. Billy Eckstein, Johnny Mattis, Johnny Ace, you know. So I used to love Johnny, Ma Johnny Mattis, Johnny Ace, Nat King Cole, and Billy Eckstein when I was very young. So uh -huh. I, wanted, I, I wanted to be a Nat King Cole, so <laughs> I had to learn this so I could sing like Nat King Cole. I wanted to, you know, because Nat King Cole was this black man who could just sing and he could thrill any woman. So I wanted to be just like him. So <laughs> I learned this craft. Yes, well, I would go ahead and say you are the Nat King Cole of reggae music, man. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, what what are your reggae influences, though, besides the soul? Well, my reggae influence, you know, my reggae influence, I, I grew up with a lot of reggae artists, mm -hmm. early reggae artists, that I have had my mentors. I had my other few voices, like Alton Hellis. Ken Booth, Alton Ellis and Ken Booth, you know, like you know, like when I was younger, they, you know, they were, you know, like they're recording before I was, you know, like I used to sing 
Yes, I'm a neighborhood singer, but I didn't start recording until, you know, you know, I, I was singing for a while before I started recording, so I used to listen, I used to love Alton and Ken Bode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I played um, both of them today in my show. They yeah, are influences. Yeah, uh, Perkins, uh, you know, like... Yes. You know, there were some of my mentors, and I like... Um, what's his name? Um, Bilda, another... I think it's a junior Tucker's uncle. I can't remember what Tucker is named, but it's a Tucker, you know. Huh. He was a great Jamaican singer, so I was going to do a great voice, you know. Yes, yes. Well, you definitely have uh, carried the torch for being one of the best lyricists in reggae, for sure. Uh, yes. Um, let's talk about your career and how that started. Now, your first band was the Wildcats. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's the band. I, 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 I used to sing with that little, that little band. I used to sing with because I love it. So, mm-hmm. My yes. first recording, I done sometime 19, maybe 63, 64. Oh, wow. With the Wildcats called... All I have is love. Yes. I put one of my first recordings. You know, that's, that's, that's what the first song that you would hear to 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 identify Johnny Osborne. All I have is love. Yes. Yes. And then 1969, I made my first album. 1969. You know, and that was one of my first singles too. Uh, one of my first, you know, more popular single, Combat Darling, and the album of the same name, 1969. Right, right. That's when but, the Wildcats were made popular, no, right? No, but that, that one, the Wildcats, that, that's all the, with techniques now, Carl. The Wildcats oh, yes. only did one song with the Wildcats, and then the band listened to it, so. Yes. You that's... know, I started recording for Winston Riley Techniques yes. label. So I did that first album, Combat Darling. And funny enough, the same day I did that album, I had migrated to Canada. Yes. In 1969, so. I stayed in Canada from 1969 for 10 years to 1979. I was working out with a band in Canada called the Wildcat. And not the Wildcat, um, Aishan people. people. Yes, yes. So Tell- we made two albums, and David Clayton Thomas of Blood, Sweat, and Tears produced two albums with us, and that was a contract with a Canadian company called GRT of Canada in that time. And, you know, we, yeah, you know, we opened a few shows for Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and, you know, you know, you know, throughout Canada and across the border, we kind of paint some reggae around here long ago. So I've been, I've been in Canada from 1969 to 19, you know, so for 10 years, 1979, I think that the music was moving slow. The reggae was moving slow in, in, in that part, in that mm-hmm. part. I don't know, you know, Canada was slow with reggae. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I was in Jamaica, I could have done more. Yes. So I decided to go to Jamaica 1969 for about three months and then I realized that this is where I should be so yes boom boom yeah so I went and I recorded a few songs the studio one and then 1980 I just I went back to Canada for a few months and I go back to Jamaica 1980 and just ah. and just and then you have Johnny Asburn second coming the two child rights right. Polly Rankin <laughs> and uh, Folly Rankin, Folly Lover, Truth and Right, and three albums first of all uh, came in. You know, that was Johnny Osborne's second coming, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, solo. Solo. Good, yes, um, that's some of the best music. I really want to know, uh, though, what was it like, or how did Aishan people form back in Canada? And you said, you know, the, the reggae scene was kind of slow, but. Yeah, it was, it was kind of slow, but. 
but, 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 but I, I, I didn't give up hope, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There were some good Jamaican musicians there, so, yes. you know, we put together this band and we're trying to play the reggae. We're trying to keep the reggae as close to home as we could and play real reggae, so right, right. people start really loving this band, so David Clayton Thomas heard us and they decided to make an album for GIT of Canada. Yeah. Album, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, there's not, you know, very much info on the group, but just a couple incredible tracks floating around the internet. So yeah, I was just yeah, curious. That group didn't, you know, didn't stay together for a long time, but we made a mark, you know. Absolutely. Kept alive in Canada. Yes, you did. Yes. Uh, what was it like going back into time? What was it like working with Winston Riley, the former of the Techniques? Yeah, well, Winston Riley. Well, he was a friend of mine, you know, we grew up together, you know, in Kingston, so. Mm. Um, we used to sit and sing together, you know, day and night and all that, so. <laughs> Very cool, yes. You know, he just, what really happened, he was a member of the Technics, but he just tried his hand at producing. Yes. So, it worked out for him, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Made some good music. Well, now let's go now forward into the future a little bit and talk about some dance hall mm-hmm. now uh besides creating traditional downbeat roots uh, you were truly one of the kings of original dance hall music mm-hmm. now you um can you tell us about the history of dance hall and how it began now what really happened is that originally in jamaica before there was any tv you're just dance hall, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You couldn't stay home and watch TV. So you got a lot of sound systems. Yes. As you could hear, you know, you have some very big sound boxes and steel on up in the trees. <laughs> Anywhere you are, you could hear it. You follow the sound and you reach where it is. So that was real dance hall. And then we had to go to the movies. When the movie is over, you still have dance hall. So, you know, that was the real dance hall. So, Yes. I used to go to the dance hall a lot, you know. Oh, yeah. And then before I started singing, I was, I used to dance, you know, like more of a, you know, like a creative dancer, a legs man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what, is, what does dance hall mean to you? Were these the places that you went and you kind of came to for, I don't know, just for the music and for healing? Um, and Yeah, well, you know, dance hall, you know, dance hall was, in that time was, Good for social gathering because, you know, in that time, you have nowhere to go, you know, like, you know, that, that, that is something to hold and keep it, you know, mm-hmm. it was a good social gathering and those, those days, people, you know, man used to dance with women that time, you know, mm-hmm. everybody going out to dance, you know, you want to dance with a woman, a woman want to dance with a man because, you know, that's what you vote about, the social gathering and enjoy dancing because we love to dance. We are, you know, we are African people. We love dancing. So, so it was about the dance, really, not the music. Yet. No, the music. Remember, you know, the music and the social gathering. You know, remember the music is what pull you to that social gathering. The music is, is what pulling you there because, as I'm saying, these these steel boxes, these boxes were very big, mm-hmm. and the, you know, and the amplifier was very big. Sure. The steel under it was up in the top of some trees. So wherever you are, it's calling you like it's calling you like <laughs> like a trumpet blowing. I say, come, <laughs> yes. we are here gathering socially. So 
That's what, you know, you, 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 you're just following the music. You don't even know where it is, but you follow the sound, you know. You mm -hmm. come to the music, so, you know, so the, the music, that's really pull us together. That's right. Um, definitely. I would... I would say that dance hall changed, though. Uh, many yeah, people. Yeah, dance hall changed. No, you know, I mean, like, yeah. I don't see, I don't, I don't see people dancing together. Yeah, one group of men over one side of dance, and one group of women over the other side of dance, and maybe everybody showing off clothes, or, or showing off how sexy they are. I don't know which one. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I mean, but, many people view the. You know, uh... And then the music changed also. You know, so a whole different theme. I guess. I'm not knocking the music. I'm not knocking the dance hall, I'm knocking the dance hall music, you know, it's, it's time, different time, and, you know, different people, you know, the younger people want it a different way, so, mm -hmm. their time, so, they're doing it their way. Yeah, you know, I ask a lot of reggae artists about what happened, and, you know, they, they kind of brush it off, and they go, yeah, you know, I'm not knocking it, but it's just a different time, well... Really, though, what what happened? I mean, how do you think the violence and the intolerance came into or became associated with dance hall? I mean, are you just are we blaming it on the younger generation or, or what really happened there? No, well, I would blame it on the lyrics. Ah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, the intolerant lyrics, absolutely. The lyrics fuel that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, that's the, the lyrics fuel it, and then whoever is producing the record. Mm -hmm. want their money fast mm -hmm, and right. these lyrics you know you know negative lyrics to me seems to move faster according to what I'm seeing yeah to make money so, so the record company that, and even the record companies even in America I notice hip hop rap music right. one that I mean the song that is He's telling you, he's saying you are the most dangerous killer and you kill and you shoot and you call the woman war and bitch. You know, these are the ones that, you know, the, you know, the young people go for. Mm -hmm. So the record company wants to make back their money. Know that. So they feed into this. And if you are the artist who's saying all this, they know they're going to get back a lot of money. So mm -hmm. they don't care about your culture. Or they don't care about how you gonna live? They are spending money to make money. They are in business, so it's just a business of music business that the record companies are dealing with. And then the people who are making the music, they are in the business to to make money because this is what you know. So nobody is thinking about your culture or what's gonna happen to the youth later on. Mm. It's uh, really important to to hear that from you, Johnny, because um, I just see the roots stemming far and far away from this music that's that's really coming into play and i think it's really important to to keep the positivity in the dance halls and um it's really artists like you who still have those uplifting lyrics you know just lyrics about love just you know funny you know just good sounds and good vibrations you know i just but want... regardless what they're doing yeah. number one thing Mm, what? Lo love is here to stay. <laughs> so, regardless of how they go around and come around, still, we all still need love. So, love is here to stay. So, yes. You have yes. to remember that. Absolutely, man. I uh, remind my listeners every Wednesday.
that love is still around. And uh, we definitely play your music, and really most of your music is about love. It's such a wonderful yeah, message so thank you so much for that uh, you are amazing um we are going to wrap it up today but um as we do are there any new tracks for listeners to expect coming up any action happening in studio mm, let me see um I, well um i've got a new track that i did for some producer in europe all right and i think i think they're from switzerland or somewhere um called Freedom, you know, you, 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 you got to listen for it. It's a nice roots track, you know, these people made this rhythm and brought it to me and I did a song called Freedom, so it's going to be coming out. All right. Well, I'm looking forward. I want to tell you, I think, I think they put it on vinyl also. Yes. It's going to be a vinyl single. All right. I will look, definitely look out for that and add that to the collection, play it on the show and, and everything. Then, I've made an album for a while, but just keep the ears open <laughs> and listen because, like, I'm coming at you. <laughs> yes. Remember one thing. It ain't over till it's over. It ain't done until it's done. Yes, I. Uh, yes. All right. Well, Johnny, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at the Coach House. Uh, all for- right. So... I'll be there. Yes, I. For those, again, who are listening, Johnny's coming to the Coach House tomorrow night and the Roxy Friday night, World Beat Center in San Diego on Saturday. All right. So one love, sister, one bless up. I don't know. Right yeah. now, you obviously California love reggae. Mm-hmm. Want to tell California people one thing. Cali, you is my alley. <laughs> yeah. Cali is my alley, right? <laughs> Yes, I. (laughs) One love. One love, Johnny. Bless up, Mrs. All right? Bless up. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Welcome, Mrs. (laughs) Peace. Peace. Oh, that was a great interview with Johnny Osborne. Uh, His message is crucial. Crucial. I'm giving out tickets right now. I'm feeling like I'm in a good, good mood. 949-824-5824 is the number to call.